Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, August 9th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Scooter Lane. From Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. Uh, you're back to Scooter. I love it. Is that in honor you of Samsung? Know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course it is. Our producer, Roger Chang, is here as well. Roger, how are you? I'm good, if a little hot. You sure are. Thanks. Somebody somebody mentioned that somewhere. I think it was on Patreon. Roger's a little hot. And I wrote, ah, yes. let's just the photo I used. Okay. No, no comments about Roger's appearance. Let's start with a few tech things you should know. Samsung announced the new Samsung Galaxy Note 9 starting at $999.95. The company also announced the Galaxy Watch replacing the Gear brand name starting at $329 and teased a smart speaker called Galaxy Home with more details slated for an event coming in November. We have lots more to say about this and all the other announcements Samsung delivered a little later in the show. Turns out Kiki does love him. Drake has set several new streaming records, one billion album streams in a single week, single day records for Apple Music and Spotify. And as Universal Music announced Thursday, the first artist atop 50 billion streams total across all streaming platforms. Boy, that's more than Kiki likes him. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people. Uh, Comcast Xfinity exposed partial home addresses and social security numbers of more than 26.5 million customers, according to a security researcher called Ryan Stevenson, who discovered the security flaws. Uh, BuzzFeed News contacted Comcast. Comcast told them the exploit is now patched. Uh, They disabled something called in-home authentication, which was supposed to allow you to pay your bill without having to log in. Apparently, that was a bad idea. Uh, They've disabled that. And also an insecure sign-up page for Comcast authorized dealers that was subject to a brute force attack. So they have solved both of those. But um, Social Security number, not really good to have exposed out there. So you might want to check with Comcast about what you can do about that. Let's talk a little bit more about Discord. Ah, Discord. They launched a video game beta program in Canada Thursday for 50,000 randomly selected customers with free games for people who pay for Discord Nitro, starting with 10 titles and a curated store. Discord takes 30% of sales. Plus, if you want Discord, uh, if you want, Discord can scan your PC to see what games you have and give you a tab where you can launch any game that you own right from Discord. So biggest headline miss on this is it's coming to Canada first. Way to go, Canada. 
Yes. No, there we go. Uh, uh, Canada, the beta test of countries. Uh, they are really going for the, the, the steam market on this and, and saying, look, all we need is a bunch of active people that are obviously going to be playing video games for us to have that platform staked out that we can do so much more. I think the, the idea of being a, a PC game launcher is brilliant. Uh, and 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 another way that they can make themselves known as oh also I can just buy this indie game here instead of opening up another application in Steam which I think many PC gamers probably just have open all the time anyway. Well, and Steam's trying to be more Discord like in its chat because they see this writing on the wall and I do think Discord is in position to eat Steam's lunch. They're not ready to do it yet. Doing curated games is their way of saying, you know, we're going to start small. Uh, see if this works, see if people like it, and then we'll come for you, Steam. It is it is much harder for Steam to become Discord than it will be for Discord yes. to become Steam. Because what Discord has solved is moderation and threading and getting a lot of those things that are very, very, very difficult to get right. They have perfected it with their community. Beatmaster asks, but can Discord release Half-Life 3? No. Not yet. Well, guess who is releasing something? That's Amazon. Announced a new open source auto SDK for adding voice control to car infotainment systems, including features like navigation, media, climate control, as well as smart speaker stuff like controlling smart home devices and using skills built for the Echo. The SDK is free on GitHub. Ford, Toyota, Mercedes, Hyundai, General Motors, and other automakers have integrated it on various levels, but the team behind the SDK was formed last year to compete with Apple's CarPlay, which is more integrated, also Android Auto, and SoundHound, which Hyundai uses in its cars, and the NVIDIA Drive autonomous vehicle platform. Yeah, it's about time Amazon got into the auto game. This, this is a big area of development for tech companies. They all want to win the dashboard war, uh, and being able to, I don't know, if you could uh, customize your Amazon voice service in your car to respond to the name Kit, perhaps they could get an advantage. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, certainly so. Uh, there, there's obviously been a, a, a large coordinated effort. Amazon has kind of made their name consistently with this product to be everywhere that anybody wants to have them. Uh, uh, Tom, I, I, I'm surprised that you're able to Talk about this without your left eye twitching as the the, the war for the gated empires uh, and and the the further walled gardening of another element of our lives normally sets you off. No, you're right. Well, I, I think maybe it doesn't bother me because I have such an old car. I'm like, it's not going <laughs> to affect me. Uh, I'm, I'm still uh, plugging in through a cassette adapter. So we're all good on my end. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. Like I, and also I know that the automotive companies really want to lock this stuff down even more. So it almost feels more open that they're willing to partner with Apple and Amazon. Like, oh wow, they're actually letting go of a tiny bit of control. This is amazing. Well, I think they've they've actually tried, right? Because because initially they tried to roll their own tech, and then they tried to partner with other tech companies to have them kind of white label their tech, but with their name on it as well, like Ford did with the Sync with Microsoft, and and now it's like uh whatever. Uh, now, sure, Google, Apple, uh, Amazon, just throw your thing that people like in there. Yeah. Well, and and if you're using an Echo at home, 
now all, all the stuff that you already installed would be available in the car. It's kind of cool. All right. Uh, people complain sometimes that we don't talk about new innovative technologies enough, that we always talk about the, the, big, the big five. Is it five now in Fang? <laughs> Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Uh, well, here, how about Panasonic? Are they small enough for you? Panasonic announced a new shoe deodorizer called the MSDS 100. You plug it in, place the nodes into your shoes, and it sends ions into the shoes to eliminate the odors. Two modes, normal and long, run for five to seven hours, respectively. Last summer, Panasonic launched a deodorizing hanger that works in the similar way. So now, what you've done for your shirt, you can do for your shoes. The device will be available in Japan on September 20th, of course. And Panasonic is only making a 1,000 of these things. So if you want one, you're going to have to jump on it quick. Also, you're going to have to believe that ions can somehow get rid of odors. Also, I mean, first, Japan, obviously. Yes, Second, five to seven hours, depending on how much deodorizing you need. Like, why do you need five, even at the low level? I mean, I, I assume it is something that is uh, uh, obviously a leave it in your shoe overnight kind of situation. Right, right. It, it very much does seem to be a Japanese centric product. They, they, you know, if you're in a sh- if you're sharing a, a small uh, apartment, which uh, the, the apartments seem are in general smaller okay. than, right. than they are here in the West, a share house uh, like terrace house, a shared exactly. This I'm sure will be a hit uh, uh, on terrace house. Uh, I don't know if it works, but I'm so excited to find out if it does. It Give doesn't. Me. It doesn't work. These ions, How do you know? The only ionic deodorizers that work are the ones that have carbon filters, and they work because they have carbon filters. Like, there is no science showing ions somehow get rid of odors. You are calling Panasonic snake oil salesman. This is a fraudulent product. They are defrauding. I am not calling them fraudulent. That would be libel. I am absolutely not doing that. I am saying but, that but ions don't really get rid of de- uh, of odors that they're only making 1000 i'm saying there's no they're evidence. not actually calling this like a consumer product that I, a lot of I, people I are going to buy i need to see a review <laughs> panasonic i will review your product you're welcome please uh you can you can contact us feedback at com. we'll get you in touch with jerry <laughs> all right uh roku uh what yeah. are they doing well, Roku launched its free ad-supported streaming video channel on the web and Samsung smart TVs, so you can watch it even if you don't have a Roku device. The company plans to roll it out for PCs, phones, and tablets, too. The uh, Roku updated, updated the nav on its own devices to add a new section called Featured Free, which lets you see and click to watch free content regardless of channel. Variety previously reported Roku is planning to launch its own subscription channels market, similar to Amazon's add-on subscriptions for Prime Video. Uh, in its earnings report, Roku reported a rise in average revenue per user of 48%. It also reported a $526 million profit versus $15.5 million loss for the same time last year. The sun's coming out for Roku. Uh, Roku's the number one... Over the top maker, uh, despite you know what you might hear from Amazon and Apple about their products, uh, it is making a lot of money based on advertising now and services. So expect to see more of Roku. You know they're not abandoning their their set top boxes, but they're moving a lot into being the default operating system for televisions, and they're moving a lot into providing streaming services that is is sort of a 
a reverse Apple and Amazon. Apple and Amazon started with their ecosystems. We've got iTunes. We've got Prime Video. Now we're putting them in our device, by our device, and live in our world. Roku's like, our world is open. Everybody can use it. Actually, let's also create a service around that open world that can push you into any free content that's out there. I think it's brilliant. Have either of you used a Roku app in a Samsung TV or otherwise off a Roku hardware device? I, I have not. I have always used, because they're so cheap and usually pretty good, the, the Roku devices themselves. Tom? Nope. I no. haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me either. I, I, I know. I'm, t- I'm wrecking my brain here because I'm, I'm trying no, to No, I mean, I think it's has. a nice thing I'm, to be offering. I'm just like, I wonder how much Roku thinks they're going to get out of that. Well, look, I mean, uh, there are a lot of people that want to interact with not only the things that Roku brings them, but primarily Netflix and a few other subscription kind of services, which is what I've always used Roku for traditionally, but also free content. You can't knock free content. Well, And the average revenue is going up per user. So obviously they're making some money off the advertising somehow. Yeah. Well, shall we move to space, everyone? Yes, let's, let's all move to it. space. U.S. Vice President Pence gave details on the depart- uh, to the Department of Defense about a new U.S. branch of the military called... Space Force by 2020. You may have heard of it before. Now we have more details. The branch would help protect freedom, private property, and the rule of law in space. This would be the first new U.S. military branch since 1947. So that's significant. A DOD report says the project will need to create a U.S. Space Command, create a new U.S. Space Operations Force, set up a space development agency to develop technologies for the Space Force, and create a new cabinet position for civilian oversight called the Assistant Secretary of Defense of Space. I mean, first of all, this is a brilliant propaganda campaign because I mean, how is this not of, like a movie plot? Or all of these terms sound amazing. Like, I want to be the Assistant Secretary of Defense of Space. Yeah, uh, the the we don't necessarily need to get into military history here. Uh, Roger and I were talking before the show, and every criticism and or positive about Space Force can also be applied to the Air Force and its creation back in 1947. But the one question I thought we we might consider on this show is: Do we need do we need a police force in space? Maybe military, maybe not. But do we? You know, it's getting crowded up there. We've got private companies that are starting to launch regularly into space, and once you have private citizens involved and it gets crowded, you start to need somebody to arbitrate and set the rules. Uh, let's also be clear. Do do yourself a favor when you're thinking about this, and I specifically mean to the intellectual uh, uh, DTNS audience. Try to separate what this really is, which is effectively a separate budget. The Air Force really, really wanted to lobby to have this be under their jurisdiction. They were overruled, and now it's going to be a separate thing. What this effectively means is that they get their own budget, and they can disagree with the Air Force on where they want to uh, uh, draw the line of what they get to do, and now they're on equal footing as opposed to the top brass of the Air Force being able to squash what a a space-focused agency would do. It also effectively gives them their own R&D budget that doesn't have to be partial, you know, partialed out of an Air Force budget. Uh, this is something that I think if we were to separate it from the very loud political s- situation that we are in right now would be something that would seem very incremental in a world where reusable rockets are making access to space very cheap, where uh, uh, we have a situation where uh, knocking satellites out of orbit is would probably be the first step to a larger god 
forbid war between mega powers. Uh, I think that it's something that is fairly sensible and really the only difference between Space Force and the Air Force doing it is its own budget. Well, I, I, I'm going to interject in here very quickly because I don't want to overrun too much time. Um, a lot of the analysis I've said is that a Space Force is probably something we'll need in the future, but as for current demands and our current functions, it's more it's more of a bureaucratic cost that the Pentagon itself doesn't want to burden itself with because they're actually in the midst of trying to uh, increase the amount of efficiencies and cooperation between the between all the branches of the military. Where just creating another silo doesn't necessarily help achieve that. You let us know what you think. We've got all kinds of ways to get in touch with us. Uh, and if you're like, hold on, I just want to hear the headlines sometimes. I don't have time for all of this discussion. Get the Daily Tech headlines each day in about five minutes by subscribing to DailyTechHeadlines.com. All right, let's get into these Samsung announcements uh, because they announced, I think, a no, nothing that was surprising, but a lot of stuff. So let's start with the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 and its 4,000 milliamp hour battery and the backbends and acrobatics Samsung went through to say, look, we brought UL in. This is a very safe battery, not going to explode. We they didn't say not going to explode, we promise, because then it would explode probably. But they, <laughs> they everything short of that, uh, they said. And this battery is going to last you all day with heavy use, probably last you more than a day, maybe a day and a half or two if you use it lightly. Uh, that seems to be the takeaway is everybody's like, yeah, it's it's basically better specs than every other phone out there because it's bigger and has a bigger battery. Uh, but it's not necessarily a new design and there's nothing unusual about it. It's a 6.4-inch Super AMOLED display, 2560 by 1440. They did not put the fingerprint sensor under the screen. It's fingerprint sensor on the back. It's a little better position than it was on the Note 8, uh, but otherwise it's the same one. USB-C, headphone jack, uh, Dolby Atmos 3D uh, surround sound, still has the Bixby key uh, on the right, and either an Exynos 9810 or a Snapdragon 845 processor inside. Uh, there's an LTE uh, 1.2 gigabit per second Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. 
But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Cat 18 modem in there, a dedicated machine learning chip. So the phone itself, I don't know. I mean, real quickly, you guys, do either of you disagree with me that it's like, it's just a bigger, better version of the Note? Yeah, I mean, no. it's it's slightly bigger and slightly thicker, but just slightly. Otherwise, eh, I mean, it's kind of like the Note 8. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fact that it's thicker is is kind of interesting to me because I feel like in our very mature smartphone world, we are now finding there are just certain people. A, we have just the, – the, the paths have forked between Android and iOS to a point where I don't even think that – Really, you can, I mean, sure, everyone's got to find a reason to argue about the specs on either one, but we have now laid so much track behind us of where we like, you know, why we like the phones that we like and how that is interacting with the communities that now I'm more interested in like, oh, no, am I a gigantic phone battery battery lasts for a million years person or am I a smaller phone because it's a fashion accessory and something that I want to use and I want it to look really cool yeah. kind of person. And and that to me is the interesting thing that now we might be saying, hey, you want to know what? Now we're not going to try to do one size fits all. It's not going to be the biggest and the thinnest. We know that you want the battery that lasts until next week. Like a Fortnite's launching with it. That's our battery length. Two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fortnite exclusive Android debut on all, well, not all, but most all modern Galaxy smartphones uh, for the next few days. If you buy a Note 9, you'll get a free skin, actually a few free skins, and 15,000 V-Bucks, uh, Fortnite's vi- virtual currency. Also, Fortnite coming to the Note 8, the Tab S3 and S4, the Galaxy S9s, the S8s, and the S7s. So if you already have one of those phones, you can get it. Uh, and I, I want to go back to what I think is another feature of the Note that's a little bit different outside of the phone itself. It's the new S Pen. Uh, the stylus has always been one of the great features about the Note. And the new stylus has Bluetooth LE. So it needs charging. Uh they say 40 seconds in the dock, and, and it charges while it's in the little slot on the phone, uh, will get you 200 clicks or 30 minutes on standby. And the button now works as a remote uh, so that you can you can click through like slides or do some other thing. There's only a few apps that support it yet, but they say they're going to try to get more to support it. That, to me, is an interesting feature when paired with the built-in DeX feature. DeX is Samsung's dockable feature. They used to be promoted most as like, oh, well, you put your phone in a DeX dock and then you can use it as a computer with like a keyboard and mouse. Now what they're saying is with the Note 9, just get a USB-C to HDMI adapter, plug your Note 9 into any television, and you'll get the computer-type interface up on the TV. You'll be able to use your phone as the mouse pad, and you can use the stylus both to write things but also to click through. So suddenly this becomes the perfect presentation machine. You have your presentation on the Note 9. You plug it into the TV. You put the presentation up on the television. You use the stylus to click through your presentation. I mean, it's pretty brilliant. Is 
this is my favorite thing about Samsung is that there seems to be no other company on this scale that feels almost fearless to say, hey, here's a cool, if narrow, function that we are going to go all the way in on. Because I agree with you, Tom. That's a really, really, really cool idea. Will it be functional? Will it be something that anybody wants to do? Who Every knows? road warrior, and Note is popular amongst road warriors and business yeah. users, is is like, oh, that sounds pretty great. Like, I don't have to deal with, with every, you know, anybody who's ever tried to do a presentation and hook up a computer to it knows the pain of that, right? Sure. I mean, you're still going to have to hook up the deck thing to it, right? Right. But like, no. Samsung's promising it'll be easier. Let's let's hope they're right. Sure. Exactly. I mean, I just I just love it. I, I, I love that they're like, no, 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 we're going to go whole hog we're going to make it a button and and we're going to make sure that like we're going to take the the risk that you have to charge it like that that's going to be something that you're willing to want to do to have this kind of functionality on it i think is cool and to me that's really where the stylus kind of should have went anyway i I think that that we are only now kind of that the stylus obviously kind of maligned historically after the iphone came out now rightly even through apple having you know this smart pencil having its own uh sort of rebirth and and i i think the more fancy you can make it the the, the better the happier i am with the concept of a stylus trick it out but justin do you want a galaxy home smart speaker well you know there's so few of them uh i, I i'm really uh at this point just so thirsting for yet another smart speaker uh, let me ask you this is a because I, I get it with Google. Obviously, Amazon sort of defined the, the space fairly early on. Sure. I think we were all expecting maybe uh, uh, the HomePod to be more functionality. And, and the, the tepid sort of response to that has been the fact that it was not more connected into the Siri universe. Is Does Bixby have – I mean, do you have to be all in on Bixby to want this? Well, that I mean, that's your assistant, right? Yeah. With the with the smart speaker. So it's funny that you mentioned the HomePod because it's like, okay, yeah, tepid, tepid. I don't know uh, numbers, partly because Apple was late to the game, and yep. also because it was expensive. And you know, when you compare Siri to other smart assistants, you're like, mm, well, you know, does it really matter? Bixby, I don't use regularly, but I do know that people have issues with Bixby. So you have to, uh, you, 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 you have to, you know, sort of be in on that whole thing. The speaker looks very nice, but we don't actually know the price and we're not going to know more details. Well, we, we might before November, but, you know, there's another um, announcement coming in November where the company says it'll flesh out more information. But this seems very late to me. Unless it's a very cheap speaker, I don't know many people who are going to be like, yeah, Bixby is my ecosystem of AI. And 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 just to be fair to Samsung, they did announce a lot of improvements to Bixby that will make it usable. Sure. It's conversational now, particularly. Uh, right. So hopefully Bixby loses a lot of the problems that people have had with it. They also announced a Galaxy Watch. Uh, in rose gold, silver, and midnight black colors, uh, circular face still, Corning Gorilla DX Plus glass, also five atmospheres of pressure, 165 feet to 50 meter submersion, IP68 and MIL STD 810G certifications. No more magnetic strip technology, though. 
The Samsung Pay is uh, kind of moving away from that as magnetic strips are being deprecated. So this watch only has NFC available in 46 millimeter and 42 millimeter versions at 330 and $350 coming August 24th. Although if you order before September 8th, you'll get a free watch band. Uh, no LTE in the shipping model, but it is uh, an LTE model coming later in 2018. Uh, and going back to the Note 9, we didn't mention the camera is almost the same. It's a little bit improved from the Note 8, but they've got a whole scene optimizer, optimizer AI that will detect what you're taking a photo of. It has 20 categories that it'll try to use, like pets and flowers and sunsets. Uh, and the price on the Note is big. 128 gigabytes of storage, 6 gigabytes of RAM, $1,000. 512 gigabytes of storage and 8 gigabytes of RAM, $1,250. That pre-orders August 10th, shipping August 24th. So I... <sighs> that's a lot of <laughs> Hey, remember, remember when... Uh, do you think people will pay $1,000 for a phone was a question? Mm. Yeah. Do yeah. you think people will pay more than $1,000 for a phone? <laughs> yes. yes. 1200 I mean, yes these no. are unsubsidized prices, though. You know, I mean, part of the sticker shock is for a long time we got used to like, oh, it's only $199 or it's free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the no, original I, I, iPhone I, was 800 bucks, I think. 750 800 bucks. The, if the, you the paid for it audience. unlocked. The core audience for that phone, I think, is savvy to the idea that this is something that is you know, worth it if they really, really want it. They look at it more like a computer than they do a phone. Uh, one thing with the watch... I've always loved that face. I really think that the Samsung uh, uh, circular faces look really, really good. I think it's a. Uh, I'm I'm curious to to see when they release the LTE version. I think that that's just where those devices are going, and and I think it's a disappointment that they didn't announce with it. I think you're right. Although LTE on my Apple Watch, I don't feel like I ever take advantage of it because I've always you know, my phone. Uh, uh, I actually just got a new one, and I'm uh, uh, I do really like using it for music. Uh, a streaming music on See, it. I don't use Apple Music, so it doesn't work for me for that. If you're in the ecosystem, maybe it works better. Yeah. Well, you know who's in our ecosystem? The people on our subreddit. Submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. We are also on Facebook. If you want to hang out there, great. Facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. We love getting insights from the smartest audience in the world, and they send them to us by email. Sarah, who Indeed they do, Tom. Uh, this one comes from Brian, who is saying, from what I understand, with this is Magic Leap conversation from yesterday, Magic Leap is restricted to specific markets because they're hand-delivering units and then helping you fit them and set them up for everything. The Verge actually wrote that in its report yesterday and said, if Magic Leap is operating in the area, this is a zip code, because not all zip codes in the U.S. Are, are compatible at this time, the company will deliver the Magic Leap 1 for free, complete with help setting up the system and fitting the headset. If it's not, people can sign up for a wait list. It almost makes me less likely to order it, knowing that. I am such, I have been in the past such a stan for Magic Leap because I've just, I, I love that technology. It is, it is based in my old hometown in South Florida uh, where I went to high school. Uh, and yet, man, I just, one day, one day maybe they'll get it together and I'll be able to, with a good conscience, talk about how much I'm excited for Magic Leap. But just, oh. Oh, jeez. Well, thank you, Brian, though, uh, for the insight. We appreciate that. (laughs) Yes, thanks, Brian. And also thanks to Justin Robert Young. Besides being from South Florida, what can people learn about you and where can they go? 
Uh, all right. Well, I usually come on here and I uh, talk about my free political newsletter. It's a free political newsletter. Guess what? It's still free. It's still political. It's still a newsletter five days a week, five stories a day, uh, uh, mostly gifts, a um, few hot takes, most of the gifts are from the Chappelle show. Uh, but also many of you might remember about a year ago, I kickstarted a new card game called Action News, the game of television news. And I am here to tell you that if you go to actionnewsgame.com, you can buy it. It is now available and shipping. If you kickstarted it, please make sure you go check your email, check your spam if it's not in your inbox. Uh, uh, we have uh, already sent that out. People have tracking numbers. It is on their way to them as we speak, but if you didn't get a chance, go buy it now. Action News, the game of television news, uh, allows you and your friends and family to uh, have the wildest, most insane local television news broadcast of all time in your living room using real stories. Uh, you can head to my uh, my Twitter, at Justin R. Young, to see a little explainer video uh, with me in character as my, my television anchor character walking you through uh, some of the rules there. So go ahead and check it out. Be like Knott's. His is out for delivery today. Uh, and also be like Knott's and support the show in whatever way works for you. DailyTechNewsShow.com slash support tells you all the ways. The main way is becoming a member of our Patreon, uh, which gives you all kinds of cool perks and chances to interact with other members of the DTNS audience, the smartest audience in the world. You can be part of them as well. Uh, and you can wear it on your person as as a covering that humans need at DailyTechNewsShow.com slash store. Don't forget, I'm heading to the St. Louis area beginning September 6th and 7th. Thank you, Roger Chang, for putting that in there. Does anyone know of a location with good broadband? I think I'm covered for the 6th. I'm pretty close to setting up a place for the 7th, but more suggestions are welcome, and I'll be scheduling a meetup there. Uh, so if you've got questions or suggestions, send them to feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. That's our email address. Send anything you like. We love getting your feedback. We're also live if you can join us Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Chris Christensen, the amateur traveler, will talk for more than 30 to 60 seconds tomorrow as our guest. Talk Yay. to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.